Art is more than just a composition of beautiful colors and carefully placed brushstrokes. When we can think about it more expansively, that is. Welcome to the Art of Podcast, a show that unveils the masterpiece resulting from you taking your healing into your own hands. I'm your host, Leah Fisher, a trauma survivor turned multi-awarded reflectionist artist with a master's degree in counseling. My highest intention is to create a community for self-healers. Together, we'll unlock your own creative capacity to design a life of holistic wellness and embrace the healing journey, one step at a time. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Art of Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Fisher, and it is my birthday today. I decided to record because I think, I don't know, our birthdays, we put a pretty heavy significance on them, don't we? And turning 49 today, I can't even believe that I've been alive for 49 years. <laughs> I wish I felt like I knew how to do life. Like, I just thought when you were 49, you just really had it together, you know, like you just kind of knew what was going on and you were an expert. But I don't know, I feel like uh, my life is always in this ever process of changing and emerging and learning and tearing itself down in order to build itself up. And so that's been the constant. I mean, I didn't, I've never been 49 before, so I didn't know what this felt like, but it kind of feels the same as being 29 or 39 or kind of all the nines. But anyway, I just wanted to check in with you guys. I wanted to kind of recap the last year and just kind of, uh, I don't know, go over what's been happening with me for a year. I mean, let's see, I started the podcast and I've been doing tons of inner work. I really loved and appreciated how the podcast has been intertwined with my self-work because it has really given me this beautiful opportunity to kind of walk through my process with you guys. You know, I get to be very engaged with people who are interested in the same things as I am and have beautiful resources and life experiences that I've been able to kind of piggyback off of. And it's really just been a great time and experience. Talked to so many great people and, you know, um, have I arrived anywhere? I don't know. Does anyone really? <laughs> what I can say is that I feel, um, I feel more aware. I feel more hopeful. Do I feel completely at peace and healed all the time? No, but I, for some reason, I just kind of feel a little less uh, dramatic about it. You know, I guess I'm just getting into some acceptance around a lot of things. And what I hear is that acceptance is the key to all our problems. So maybe uh, I am indeed on the right path. I don't know. But um, <laughs> the other thing that really has been a big focus this year, and I wasn't doing the first year after I got divorced is I've been doing some dating. And so that's really been a huge focus for me for the past year. And if I'm going to be completely honest with you guys, which ugh, believe me, I really don't want to do that around this topic. <laughs> it's really been my focus. I mean, yeah, the podcast is great. Yeah, business is wonderful. But I mean, damn it, gosh, just want a boyfriend. I mean, just like junior high. You know, it's, it's really, really weird. The, 
intensity of my focus around this subject. And I don't, I don't think that I'm alone by any chance around this, but, um, if anything, I think that I've realized how much attachment I have to being in partnership and uh, let's be, uh, let's be really clear and really honest. And and what I'm starting to observe about myself is it's not that I really love being in partnership. Partnership is hard work and can have its fulfilling moments, but there's no one that can see your flaws and you can see theirs, except when you're in a relationship, right? Like it's hard. It's not always puppies and rainbows. It's just not, I think what I'm attached to and what I really really like is the beginning and the dance and the dopamine hit of the possibility of a relationship because I've been in relationship a lot in my life and it's always been really painful. I mean, great people, absolutely nothing bad to say, but they're just my mirror and I have a lot of shit. So like in relationship, all the shit comes up, all the pain, but the beginning of a relationship, that is the sweet spot, right? So what I have come to realize is that I am obsessed with chasing the dopamine hit of beginnings. <laughs> this is uh, kind of what a lot of people in these circles probably call some kind of like love addiction, sex addiction. Personally, I think it's a societal addiction. I think that this is what, uh, most of us would call being in love, this limerence, right? But um, I would definitely say it's my drug of choice. But doing all of this work over this past year, you know, it's just like any other drug. If you get what you're going after and you get that satisfaction, then it's over and there you are at baseline, right? And it's not this permanence something that feels good that's sustaining that's a peace it's just a high right and it's an illusion it's a delusion it's a it's a wonderful fantastical journey and and um i mean gosh who doesn't love it however i think that for me putting so much emphasis on this um has caused some negative emotions some strife some depression because what what's happening is like I almost fail to recognize all the brilliance and everything else in my life because there's this always dull backdrop of when are you going to be in partnership? When is this going to happen? Um, can you, you know, whatever it is, right? Or getting disappointed when a great person just isn't my person. Um, so I've been looking at that a lot and Oh my gosh, you guys, I listened to this amazing podcast that really just brought this all into focus for me. I mean, it was so weird. I just, it lightning struck and I, I heard this guy, somebody that I I listened to on a a kind of regular basis, but I I think I might start delving into him a little bit more. His name is Leo Gura, G-U-R-A, and he has a a podcast that is called actualize.org. I absolutely will link it in the show notes, especially this episode that really has just hit me so hard. It just, it really enlightened me so much and just shed some, some sanity on some of my thought processes around this. Um, 
So I turned it on, I'm listening, and and what really hooked me into turning it on is just in the show notes, he doesn't put a bunch of stuff like I do. He just, he writes like a sentence or two or whatever. The tagline was, how to avoid falling into depression, nihilism, and wasting your life. (laughs) I fucking love it. I mean, and I was just feeling that way that day when, you know, because I'll feel a certain way and I'll kind of go through the podcast and and uh, kind of look at things and say, you know, what resonates with me? I'll listen to that. And for some reason, how to avoid falling into depression, nihilism, and wasting your life just really did it for me. So I turned it on and and uh, immediately, you know, I just really like this guy. He's really, he's very smart. He has a very big brain and he's extremely articulate and just really gets it. And you can just tell that he's studied human behavior a lot and just has a particular poignant way of really bringing his, his, his ideas and his message home. So he starts talking and, um, man, it was just what I needed to hear. Right. And I'm not going to go through the whole podcast for you. I'm just going to kind of tell you what hit me about it and the way that I'm going to implement this over the next year of my existence. And I just encourage you that if any of this is sounding familiar to you, if you struggle with uh, not really being able to be connected to the miracle that is life and and just kind of be happy about your existence and being here, I highly encourage you to go and listen to Leo because he just, he gets it. So uh, among many things in this two and a half hour podcast, there was one um I guess, topic or way that he was explaining things that that really spoke to me. He starts talking about those dopamine hits, right? The things that we chase after in life, whether it be uh, admiration or love or sex or money or power, all of these things that are just like um, this little hit of something that makes us feel good. He starts talking about how this is um, kind of wasting our life. It's not lasting. It isn't real. And he goes on to talk about some pillars on the things to focus on that actually do perpetuate some everlasting results in your life. And what's interesting, and he didn't really say this a lot in his podcast, but when I was thinking about how I was explaining this stuff, I was thinking, well, if you really focused on this stuff instead of the end prize or the outcome you'd probably get those things that you were chasing after as a byproduct of just tweaking your focus. So anyway, these are the pillars that he was saying to focus on and to improve upon in your life in order to produce a life well-lived that's going to bring you um, happiness and peace and the consciousness and the self-esteem and the self-worth and all the things that are really things that will that will build the foundation for you being in a life that you want to be living and I just love this so the first one is he said to be invested in consciousness and when he's talking about consciousness he's talking about realizing and experiencing the things around you So the way that I've been doing this over the past few days since I listened to this podcast is taking walks in the morning, you know, um, 
there's something about walking. It turns your brain off just enough where you can really be present and see everything that's going on around you, right? I really like it because uh, I, st- I tend to notice the grass a lot and the trees and I can feel them. I ask myself really, you know, deep contemplative questions like, um, I wonder what it would be like if everybody could mow their grass at the same time so they will all be, all be level. <laughs> that's the Virgo, right? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm looking around, I'm looking, oh, this is how they did their landscaping and I wonder if they sit in those chairs outside and, but you know what I'm not thinking about? Um, my problems. I'm really not. I'm really not. I start just to notice the different types of trees and all the different kinds of flowers. And, um, I don't know, just being present and actually being closer to nature than I get to be most of the time. So back to consciousness, just being aware that you are here and that every single thing that you are seeing is a miracle. And I am no freaking Buddha who's sitting around doing this all the time at all, you know? I mean, sometimes it's hard for me to be grateful for, I mean, anything, really. But uh, cultivating this this consciousness of being present and and seeing everything that's around you that's in the present moment as spirit and and has value is, is what he's talking about. So that's one of the pillars. The second pillar is health. Now, we all know this, right? We all have our health goals. Sometimes we eat healthy. Sometimes we, we do um, things that are good. We might go to the gym, whatever. Um, but he he really talks about making it important and doing things that are investing in your health, whether it be skipping donuts. He has this really great uh, example about donuts and all the reason why not to eat the donut. And at the end of it, what it, what he really drills down to it is that if you're going to eat the donut – you're kind of insulting your life and your God and everything that's divine about you, right? Because it's not honoring our life force, especially if we're doing it on a consistent basis. But the more you really have reverence for your health and and what you're ingesting in your body, the closer you're going to be to the divine and the divine within you. So I mean... When he said it, it sounded amazing, amazing. And I, I totally get it. And I, I'm going to focus on this for the next year. I mean, I'm, I love pizza. I love donuts. I love them both. And I think that they can make you happy. But I've also noticed that I will use food to uh, completely numb negative emotions. And maybe that's why I like it so much. Because he's saying that if you really get serious about your health and what you're putting into your body – that the rewards don't come instantly like a hit of dopamine with a donut, right? Okay, you're not you're going to feel good in that moment, but if you accumulate all the experiences of all the times you don't eat the donut, you're going to get a more mature reward for honoring your body. Health, longevity, wellness, clearness of mind, all the things that come with it, right? Um so I just loved how he explained it. Because it takes a lot for me not to eat the pizza <laughs> and the donut, and sometimes the donut with the pizza. But I really liked his point of view, and so I'm going to be focusing on that. Um, creativity. He he speaks a lot 
to the subject of creativity and how that is just our divine nature, how uh, God presents through us through creativity. God is creative and so are we. We are just part of, not separate from. And, you know, I love this. You know, he's speaking my language, you know, um, how to invest in my creativity, how to make it better, how to make it be ever more present. And I don't know, some of you might be thinking, well, Leah, you're super creative. You're a painter and a podcaster and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I could be better. I could learn my craft better. I could take... I don't know, some kind of lessons in doing things better, be getting richer in my experience, bringing more to my experience. Because we can't just stay where we are because that's not creative. We've already created it. And so really making that a priority is something that he talks about. And uh, as with all everything that he's talking about, he says it beautifully. And I mean, he just he rang my bell there because, you know, that's that's one of my hot topics, creativity and growth and learning Oh, this is something I love. You know, I, I love listening to books. I love reading books. I love learning a new skill. Um, talking about investing in your in your growth as a person. You know, we are where we are today, but we all have room to become better. And for what? And for what? You know, um, when we are growing and we're maturing and we're learning and it, it could be that there's some outcome that we're trying to get to, some monetary gain that we're trying to get to, some kind of societal acknowledgement or accolades. I mean, that that's all kind of a byproduct. But when we grow and invest in our mental capacity and, and, and our relationships and how to function within the world that we live in, it makes it a more dynamic, comfortable, interesting place for us because... For me, at least, I like that way more than being at the whim of what one might consider to be, you know, um, the fate or luck. You know, I mean, take, for example, in relationship, uh, I've done a lot of studying and a lot of reading because I've been so painfully <laughs> just like horrible at this in the past. I've, I've had pain as a motivator to say, hey, you know get your shit together, learn how to regulate your emotions, learn how to um, be protective and vulnerable when appropriate. And, you know, a, a list of things, right? But this is not the same information that I possessed 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And I think that my relationships really reflect that more now. And, and I'm and I'm grateful. But it didn't come because it was just downloaded. It came because I was disciplined enough to really make it a focus of my um, of my study and learning because I was interested in it. Right. So whatever you have an interest in, or even even more powerful, whatever is just going wrong, wrong, wrong in your life. This is not because you're a bad person or because you're stupid or anything like that. It's because you don't know enough about it and yourself in relation to whatever your problem is. That's it. So being committed to growth and learning is important. It's going to make your life more tolerable, uh, if not joyful. And 
really that's what we all want, right? And this doesn't come easy. It doesn't come overnight. It's investing. It's, you know, it's like compound interest. You keep doing it. You keep learning and life just gets richer. And so this last one, consistent execution. Holy hell. This is my Achilles heel. This is it for me. I mean, I could, I mean, as you guys know, I can tell you what to do up and down all day long, all day, all night, whatever. I got you. Like I got a solution. I have a solution for me too, all the time. However, this consistent execution, so important to take aligned, rightful, on purpose action. This one's really hard for me. Uh, it always has been. I'm, you know, not a regimented person. Habits really aren't my thing. I like a lot of variety. I like a lot of um, uh, ambiguous time travel throughout my day. <laughs> and I, I hate practicing things. I hate it. I hate it. However, this is where the rubber meets the road, right? I mean, you can have an idea and you can play with that. You can bat it around and whatever. But until you actually take consistent executed action, it will never come to fruition. And if you don't, and I've experienced this quite a bit, and he, he speaks to this as well. If you don't take action, your self-worth and your self-esteem goes down. Because not only have you self-abandoned what you really need and want, but you are also acting with a lack of integrity around yourself and your values. <laughs> so of course, you're going to feel depressed, you're discouraged, you're going to experience learned helplessness and um, just despair about life that it doesn't work out. And you can't ever materialize whatever you really want, because you aren't taking the action. And when I say you, let me be very crystal clear. I mean, me, this is, I mean, when I listen to this podcast, um, it was just, it was like ding, 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 a bell. And and that one in particular, just really, I don't know. I just really felt it. So yeah, so those are kind of his pillars that he talks about. And listen, this stuff is not easy. It's not easy. This is not the soft, cushy, I'm avoiding pain path. I mean, it's hard and it takes effort. And, and you know, I know I'm going to have to be uncomfortable around all this but I you know I think it's time and I think it's what they say is true is that when the student is ready the teacher appears and for some reason the way he put this all together it just really did something for me and so I'm so happy that I got this information around my 49th birthday how to fall in love with life. That's the name of that podcast episode. So maybe my focus will switch a little bit from falling in love <laughs> in general, romantic love into falling in love with all these things, creativity and, and consistent execution and learning and growing. And, you know, in a nutshell, I just really feel like it's just kind of loving myself, which is what they always say, always say that, right? Can't love anybody else till you love yourself. But that has been in my intention for a while now. But that also doesn't happen overnight. It takes learning and commitment. But I'm here. 
So check out that podcast. You know, I mean, look, we're all making choices here. We are all choosing something. Something's going to be hard. We can put our effort and our time into this, into self-development, into falling in love with all of these things, or we cannot, and we can let life happen to us, but that is also hard. That is also hard, and I would arguably agree that it's much harder. So, um, but we're up to the task. That's what we're here to do. That's what we're here to do, to experience life for the miracle that it is. And as Leo says, if you are not experiencing life as an absolute complete miracle, then you're kind of doing something wrong, right? So I love it. I love it. Um, I will leave you with one other kind of birthday gift from me to you. I mean, it's my birthday, but you can pull this out on your birthday. I'm going to put it on my Instagram too, so you can bookmark it. But there are some questions that I'm going to be journaling about at the beginning of this year to get really clear about where I've been, where I want to go. And so I'm going to share these with you. And if you're so inclined to do the same thing, that would be really cool. If you do it, mention it to me if I see you or send me a message on Instagram. But um, okay, here's some some year reflection questions. Okay, what do I need to spark my creativity this year? What has made me feel most alive over the last year? What was the best advice I received this year? That's a good one. Maybe it was from the Art of Podcast. I don't know. (laughs) What gifts have I given others this year? What's the most memorable thing about me right now? What do I want to be the most memorable thing about me? I'm having a hard time saying that word, memorable. What's something I want to do that seems impossible? What would I need to change to make it possible in the coming year? Who has inspired me most this year? And what qualities do they have that I admire? That's always a good one. And if you're really jealous of someone, use that as fuel. You know, if you're jealous of someone, it just means that you want that. It just means you want it. So what's something in the last year that I accomplished that I am proud of? What am I willing to struggle for this year? In what ways do I need to forgive myself and others? So those are my birthday questions. And I think that they are very uh, congruent and compatible with this other work that I'm going to be starting. I don't know. um, This Leo person is pretty brilliant. He has a, a program that he does and a lot of these podcasters do. And so I'm going to look into it because I really, he's really vibing with me right now. But anyway, I hope you guys are doing great. Thank you for being with me this year. It is my birthday wish that any of this means anything to you guys. (laughs) You know, I'm not here to teach you all of this stuff. I don't know if I even want to or could, but I'll be here with you and I'll bring it to you and I'll say, Hey, you know, let's try it out. What's the worst can happen, you know, and, and be a support and in a mirror and, um, and you guys are doing the same for me. So anyway, I love you. Happy birthday to me. I hope you're having a wonderful day and I will talk to you soon.
As always, thank you for listening all the way through to the end of the Art of Podcast. I really appreciate it. If you are enjoying the show, please leave me a five-star review and a written review. It helps the show get listened to and distributed, and it's just really good. And I want to thank you in advance for that. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, it's Leah Fisher Art, and also visit my website because I have a great section that highlights a lot of the resources that I talk about on the show. And then it also has some of my art too, if you want to scroll around and look at that. And if you guys have any resources that you are really enjoying that are helping your healing or just making life a little bit better, share those with me because I would love to share them with my audience. And in the meantime, I hope everyone's doing great and I will talk with you soon.